0: and welcome to Hope and Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn and I'll be your host. First of all, I've got to let you know we don't take ourselves too seriously here in the hope and struggle world, but we are going to talk about serious life struggles and challenges and how we can deal with those with a little hope, humor, and truth. Welcome. Hi and welcome to Hope and Struggle. This is Mindy. I'll be your host and I cannot wait to get into today's topic. Now, when you find out what we're talking about, you may be like, oh my gosh, why are we so excited to get into this topic? Well, let me just uh, explain a few things. Everything good that has happened to us, everything good that's happened to so many people we know, and quite frankly, this is where every bit of confidence I have comes from. And it comes from finding a way to get over and to conquer or even if it's just in small increments, finding a way to get over and conquer what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is the F word. It is a four letter F word. Now, I don't know if it's the same F word that just came to your mind, because I love Jesus, but I cuss a little, kind of type of thing, and I'm pretty sure the first time my children ever heard this F word was not on the show was not on a movie or from their aunt or uncle, like I hoped, I think it might've been from me. And I've asked forgiveness, okay, people, but I'm human. But that F word that you guys are thinking of right now is not the one I'm going to talk about today. Because overcoming that F word (laughs) isn't even remotely close to overcoming this one. That sounded really weird, but you know what? Let's just do this. The four letter F word that holds us all back, that everyone deals with in some level is fear. F-E-A-R. Fear of what? Fear of what people will say. Fear of failing. And in some cases, fear of success. Fear of your marriage not being all you want it to be. Fear of never getting married. Fear of gaining your weight back. Fear of never losing your weight. Fear of not gaining weight. Like It's such a crazy thing. Instead of, this is what I want, we're almost always focused on what we don't want. So I wanna pause on that for just for a second. I want you to think about wherever you are in this equation. I think you're somewhere because you're human. And I don't know of anyone that's got it completely conquered, but I will tell you this. With practice and some of the stuff I wanna share with you today, I think that it can help you Move forward because number one, everybody deals with fear in some capacity. Maybe it's a little, maybe it's a lot, or maybe they trip over it a lot, but they happen to go past it. But then there's many of us that every time it kind of sneaks up on us, we immediately stop. For some of us, it even paralyzes us. Now, before I get into what I want to share with you and what I feel can help you starting today, starting today. I want to first address a few things. I understand that for some people, fear has been a real part of your life. And the fear that I'm talking about is the fear that came from you being hurt, possibly abused. Probably it has nothing to do with anything that you did. Could be the family you were born into, could be an accident, could be just something that happened to you. And I want to first of all say, I love you so much and I'm so sorry. I can think of many times that stuff has happened to me that was so hurtful and painful, but I want to share with you the knowledge and kind of the reason of my hope. What I've learned through all those painful circumstances, and and I know I went from one extreme as if you were abused or someone had ever hurt you in some way, I just want you to think about that, but also if there's been other ways, maybe not that extreme, or maybe not that as physically painful, maybe it was more emotional pain, or maybe it's even just you stopping yourself because of this thought of fear. I want you to realize a couple things. And the whole reason hope and struggle began is that there is so much for us to learn, grow from, and I believe wholeheartedly. That those things are part of our purpose. That if we just try to embrace them as much as we can, and I don't mean love what happened to us. I mean really think, God, that sucked. But God, what can I learn from this? Or man, that stunk, but here's what I know now. Um, that that's where our struggles have purpose. And even if what man may be meant to do to us that was horrible and bad and possibly even evil We can turn around for good. There's various stories in the Bible about this, of course. But even if you're not sure what you believe, just listen to what I have to say, because I feel that no matter what, it's going to give you hope and maybe a new perspective, but also let you see that whether you have had struggles in the past or maybe you're struggling right now, there is a way to have hope within that struggle. And maybe someday you can feel kind of like I feel now that even though I hate going through struggles And like when you're in the middle of it, you're like, ah, this really stinks. But there's a part of me now that gets just a tiny bit excited every time something not so great happens. And it's because I know the next lesson, the next change in perspective, the next big aha time or moment is going to come. Because those things that were great that came out of pain never happened when everything was going great when I was at the my perfect weight laying on the beach having a margarita I was like no I'm gonna have an epiphany it doesn't work like that it's when you're in the depths of your pain or you're wondering why and I I begin there because I want to just address wherever you are first of all I love you number two I have no judgment and number three as much as I hate some of the things that have happened there can be purpose found in all of them So knowing that and digging into fear just a little bit more today, I'm not going to go too much farther, but through that, even those pains and pushing into that fear or stepping around it is where we realize a few things. Number one, fear does not have control over us unless we give it. Fear is mostly fake. It's false. It's stuff that we build up in our head. We think You know, let's talk about what we think about others. We think others will ask us questions. Well, what do you, you know, who do you think you are? What do you think you know? And and in reality, they're thinking the very same things about themselves. What is that person going to think about me? Or if I do this? And many times those people that you probably remember from junior high or high school or even your adult life that said little kind of mean, hateful things to you, you have to understand that out of the overflow of one's heart, their mouths speak. And what that essentially means is if there's junk in someone's heart, then they're gonna lay that junk on you, even when you're doing something really great. Even when you're doing something that is really noble or something that could be so good, they poo poo on it, for lack of a better term. And that has very little to do with you and so much to do with them and what they're going through or everyone else. Once I realized that, I have to be honest, that took a lot of fear away from me. So, for instance, I grew up a little overweight, not, not, you know, like morbidly obese, but I just was always chubby. My nickname was Chubby Cheeks. If you listen to my other, my other podcast, I say that from here and, you know, here and there. And while growing up, nobody wants that name, but at the same time, I'm so glad it happened to me now because I saw things from a different angle. I didn't just think I was cute and skinny and that I would always be cute and skinny because I've never been, you know, skinny, number one. And number two, so many of those people that were cute and skinny now we're all in the kind of in the same boat and they're asking me for help. And so knowing how I grew up and that yes, I was kinda of that chubby, nerdy, very hyper loud girl, um, I started figuring out a few things that I actually like to work out. No, I still don't like to eat great, but I do it. Um, but there's a the thing about fitness that makes me feel good. Um, I feel powerful. I feel God is like cleansing my body every time I work out and then I'm like oh okay I did what was hard you know what most people don't want to do but it's gotten me where I want I feel better I feel like my brain works better I like fitting in clothes I like wearing clothes where I don't pass by a mirror and think oh great and it allowed for people not only I think for me to be seen in a different light but once I started kind of getting my fitness together people actually listened to me but I want you to hear something. The people that I meet today and now, and maybe some of you that I know now, you know me as who I am now. And this is who God has made in me through all of the crap I've gone through, through all of the good that's happened, through every flipping time I said no to pizza or wine, all the way to what I've learned in this business and through some of the hardest times in my life. But when people know you as who you were when you grew up, so I want you to think about this for a second. Will you take yourself back to like elementary school, junior high, high school. Now, I grew up in a great family in a small town in Texas. And I love my family to death, but I don't have great memories growing up. And they have nothing to do with my family, really. I just, you know, when you're just the nerd, I mean, it's just no fun. And I don't think it was as bad probably as I remember it. I just have those few, you know, let's say 10 memories of just what the, that one girl said, or, or, or the time I fell down the stairs, which I fell down the stairs a few times, um, but just those random things that happened, and the time I didn't have a date for prom, and, and I remember going to get a dress, and I couldn't fit in it anymore, because I gained weight, and you know, I just remember those certain times, and when I first began trying to speak to people, or just help people with fitness, and that's kind of where all this began, all I kept thinking was, I'm that girl in junior high, and all those people that I went to junior high with or elementary school with will be like, "What? Who do you think you are? You don't know anything about fitness. You couldn't even make the basketball team. You were the last in every track meet you ever, you know, ran in." And and while that may be true, <laughs> it's neither here nor there, okay? Neither here nor there. But the whole point is I had found my purpose and a lot of people kind of know what they want to do when they're younger. I didn't figure it out till really almost into my college career. And, and and that's okay, because God wanted me to take me through a bunch of stuff that many people don't go through until they're adults. But it started molding not only who I was, but who I wanted to be and the things that I truly loved. And what I found out that my very weird, strange, hyper, you know, love of people personality, even if they didn't love me, would actually be needed in the field called fitness, by the way, if, if I'm speaking to you and this is you, you might want to try fitness because if you're hyper and you love everyone and you always want to be encouraging and you always see the good side, you get paid for that stuff, people. But now that you know the background, those are some of the lies I believed. Because if I'm going to start talking to people about nutrition or weight loss or hope, which is kind of what this podcast is all about, why would they listen to me? And that, you guys, was a fear and a limiting belief that I had bought into. I am just that chubby girl from Texas. I am the last of five kids that was a big dork. I am, you know, the girl that will trip walking in the room. I am the girl that types and has a typo, you know, on Facebook or whatever. Like, I mean, I know there wasn't Facebook back then, but you know what I'm saying? So I want you just to think about yourself for a second and think, okay, these are some of the things I believed or I do believe now. And it may completely be related to what I'm explaining. It may be something totally different. But the fear of what others thinks I find is one of the big things that holds people back. And while yes, when I started stepping out and talking a little bit louder about fitness, I did got to even be in some fitness videos and I you know got to be in some instructor videos, then I started actually traveling and presenting and teaching people how to actually teach fitness classes. That was the Bombay. I loved it. I felt like a million bucks. I felt like, thank you, God, I have purpose. But in the back of my head, I kept thinking, what would those people think? And if I would have believed it enough to be worried about that, those handful of people, I wouldn't have been able to reach and talk to and become friends with and have a connection with these thousands of people that I've had that opportunity now. So I want you to think about what it is that's scaring you. And if that fear is wrapped around this first main concept of the thing that holds us back. You have to understand that if we choose not to do what it is we feel like we should do because of those few people, we're actually stopping help, love, hope, whatever you want to call it, from coming to all those other thousand. So if I'm so selfish that I'm worried about those couple of people that hurt me or or that I think will probably think I'm stupid, that I'm really not looking into the interest of all these other people that actually might need my version of weird. They might actually need or be looking for someone just like you, someone just like me. And I find that this kind of lie of fear of what others think, what will they what will they say? what will they talk about me behind my back, blah blah blah, it stops us and we're so petrified by it. But what's interesting, is those people can never hurt us. Those people can never stop us from doing what God has purposed us to do. They can say a few mean words about us, yeah, but who does that really say more about? You, the person that's trying to accomplish something, that's trying to make themselves better to reach people or do this thing you wanna do? Or does it say more about that person that in the back of you know someone's car whispers something rude about you or they're at a party and they just happen to say well you know what I heard like who, who do you want to be okay with your purpose and all those people that need you and God or that person who by the way you'll never please them you'll never make it okay with them they're just those people that you've got to love and move on from and that my friends is one of the biggest fears that hold us back now within the latest. Hope and Struggle Bible Study, we, we spend a whole week on this. We spend five days on fear. We go over scriptures where God is telling us not to fear and why, but overwhelmingly in this online Bible study that we have over 400 people in, this topic for today is something that people have the hardest time with. Now, if you don't agree with that and that, you know, you're like, no, no, I'm fine. That's not my issue. Then feel free you know, to move on, come to one of my other podcasts but I want to lovingly tell you right now that you have purpose and it's past what all those other people say or what you think they say. It's past any fear that you have. But the thing that I found that not only has given us huge success, confidence, but my friends, no matter what their field you know, of work or trade is, it's when they push past that fear. It's almost when they lean into it. It would be like you going to an event that had 500 people at it and it's live and someone comes over to you and said, I really need you to stand up and tell me for about five minutes about a particular topic. It's that fear that like immediately shocks your gut and it's, you know, sends tingles in your brain and your palms start sweating. And it's that moment where you have to realize I'm either going to say no and know that I, you know, coward at fear because I'm afraid to stand up in front of all these people or that minute where you're like, you got to just jump into that adrenaline and go, fine, I'll do it. Even if it sucks, I'll do it. And what matters more is the doing and the, and the finishing. Not so much what happened if it was great or if it wasn't so great. Because you're going to live with one of two things. You either said yes and you tried. Or you said no and you didn't even give it a chance. I want you to open your heart to this idea. Open your mind because whatever it is you want to do or accomplish, it's on the other side of that F word. It's on the other side of whatever it is that you and I both have built up in our heads that keep us from not only, I believe, living the life that God wants us to, but having hope in every circumstance instead of going, oh great, this is so terrible. This happens to me all the time. Well, I can't because of this, or I'm too busy, or I'm only a mom, or I don't know enough, or what will they say, or I'm not good enough. And and, and that's all a lie. I mean, I'm not saying you're not a mom, <laughs> but what I'm saying is you have so much to offer. you got to take what it is that you're already good at and you just make it better. You learn a new skill. You get better at it. You go take a training. You have someone train you on it. And what's interesting when you do all that, and you push past that fear, there's a very humble confidence that begins to grow inside each of us. And it's not a pompous, look how awesome I am. I am so fine. I am so brilliant. Shut up and just listen to me. It's not that kind of confidence. It's a humble confidence that comes with gratitude. I mean, it's like all that mixes up together. And then when it is your time to shine, or when it is your time to speak or write, or do whatever it is you're going to do, it comes across with such a light. People accept it. They want it and they gravitate towards it rather than trying to, you know, bulldoze our way in. But it all starts on the other side of fear. I'd love for you to be a part of this Bible study at some time. And even if you're like, I don't believe any of that stuff, Mindy. I Okay. I, I just want to let you know, this will help you in everyday life. This will help you as Andy, Andy Stanley says, Live a life with fewer regrets. This will give you hope, ideas, and let you know I am standing in the gap for you. Yes, I will pray for you. Yes, I know you can do it, but you've got to have just enough oomph to get going. I'm here to help you. I'm here to support you. And I just want you to know there is hope in struggle. Please come to hopeinstruggle.com. You can also come to our Facebook page, hope and struggle. And I would love to connect with you there. I have lots of resources, lots of blogs, lots of free stuff. And I've got some amazing eBooks with videos and they really are enjoyable. They're moderately funny and they're going to help you no matter what it is you're going through and no matter your age, your background. And it's just good food for the heart. I'm going to pray with us. I'm going to pray with us. That sounded weird. I'm going to pray with you and I'm going to lock this down. Thank you so much for being here. If you would take a deep breath. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But if you're not driving, take a deep breath, close your eyes, roll your shoulders up, back and down, relax that neck, relax those shoulders, relax your jaw, deep breath in. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you so much for this podcast. Lord, I pray that whatever it is that comes out of my mouth, Lord God, that first you'll be pleased, that it will glorify you. You can draw people to me and I can draw people to you and just show them how amazing they are. And with just a little bit of uncomfort, discomfort, (laughs) with just a little bit of trying and working hard, you're going to perfect them into these people that you have designed them to be. I lift up hope and struggle, Lord. I lift up everyone that's listening to you or listening to this now. I lift them up to you. I thank you, Lord God, for this time. I thank you for every listener here. And I pray, Lord God, that they will be reminded that they're designed to be great. They're designed to have major, major purpose and that through you, we can do anything. And even if they're not sure what they believe, God, I just pray that you would come to them in a real way and that they would just allow this podcast to be a light for them, an encouragement, a hope, and maybe just that thing that helps them do the thing that they've been wanting to do, that they can push past that fear and they'll see they really have so much to offer. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, you guys, I'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for being here for this episode of the Hope and Struggle podcast. I wonder if I could ask you two things. Could you go to iTunes and leave us a review? We're still so new. But the more reviews you leave, the more people it will attract and the more people iTunes will allow to see this. And also, if you haven't already, come to HopeInStruggle.com, put in your email address so we can send you all of the new things that we're doing, Bible studies, new podcasts, and all of the other fun stuff that we plan to do in the near future. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it so much, and I cannot wait to hear from you.